Hi, this is Dr. Adrian. Welcome to Health Bite, the podcast where we explore all things health and wellness. This episode of Health Bite is sponsored by Dell Nutrition, a line of functional nutrition bars and supplements I have personally curated to enhance health and well-being. You can find out more at dellnutrition.com. Hi there, Health Bite podcasters. Welcome back to Health Bite, the podcast that was created to give you small, actionable health bites towards greater physical, mental, and emotional well-being. As you may know, I've taken a shift in this podcast over the past few episodes in conjunction with my new book, Hungry for More, Stories and Science to Inspire Weight Loss from the Inside Out. In the first episode, we talked about the anatomy of hunger. I explained the neurobiology and neurochemistry of hunger hormones and how dieting, fasting, processed food and the macronutrients we eat impact our hunger hormones and our satiety. In the second episode, I talked about emotional eating, how and why emotional eating is hardwired in our brains and how our emotions literally hijack our hunger hormones. If you haven't checked out those episodes, I recommend that you check them out on Health Bite. Today, I want to talk a little bit about mindset and weight loss. We all know that eating well and moving our bodies is conducive to a healthy weight. But what about mindset? Many of you may know of the book Mindset by researcher Carol Dweck. In this book, she discusses how mindset is so integral to the growth and success in academics, in business life, and even in athleticism. Essentially, people who believe in a growth mindset, which is their potential to grow, improve, and evolve, are much more likely to see success in these areas than people who believe in a fixed mindset. That is a mindset in which people believe that they have certain inherent God-given traits that are unchangeable. She describes how adopting a growth mindset can help you level up your success in all of these areas. But what about when it comes to healthy behaviors and weight loss? What do we know about the mindset literature there? First, I wanna ask, how often do you focus on a fixed trait? I hear it all the time. For example, people who negotiate themselves out of the opportunity to do something new or learn something new by saying things like, oh, I'm not a runner, or I'll never be able to lose the weight, or my entire family is overweight or obese or diabetic or whatever. Well, it turns out that mindset matters there too. In fact, we have much more agency in these things than we believe we do. There's a field of science called epigenetics which has proven that what we are exposed to and the habits that we keep can in fact change our genetics and the way in which our genes are expressed. But more of that on another episode. When it comes to mindset and health behaviors, there is data there too. There is a really interesting study in which they did functional studies testing individuals' exercise capacity. So essentially these are physiologic studies testing people's functional capacity to exercise. To one group of people, they reported or they shared that they had tested their blood and found a gene that showed that they had good exercise capacity, that exercise capacity was actually in their genetics. To another group, they said they had actually tested their blood and had found a gene that made them poor exercisers. They then did exercise testing in these individuals before and after they had received the news. They found that the group of people who believed that they had a gene that improved their exercise capacity or that a gene that actually 
gave them good exercise capacity, their exercise capacity on physiologic testing improved. Whereas those individuals who were then told that they found a gene that gave them poor exercise capacity, when they were retested, their functional capacity or capacity to exercise actually dropped on physiologic testing. This shows that the power of mindset to actually affect physiologic parameters in exercise and exercise capacity. What about in terms of healthy behaviors? There's data there too. For example, there's an area of study with regards to positive self-acceptance. And this data shows that if we have a mindset that is self-accepting, meaning that we are able to accept ourselves for who we are as we are, we are much more likely to go on and make positive and healthy behavior changes, as opposed to if we start out with a negative self-acceptance or a self-deprecating self-talk, which does not empower us. In fact, positive self-acceptance, even if you want to improve, even if you may not like where you are in this moment, the ability to accept that with a positive outlook makes it much more likely to go on and make change. This is also true in terms of how we accept or look at our dietary setbacks. So dietary setbacks are, for example, a time in which your diet is not optimal. Maybe you went on vacation and indulged and gained 10 pounds, or maybe you had a decadent meal. How we relate to these dietary setbacks determines if and when we are so-called able to get back on the wagon. It turns out that it's not the dietary setback itself that is a problem, but how we relate to this dietary setback. In one particular study, they asked people to rate their dietary setbacks. A rating of zero to one was a rating in which they did not perceive the dietary setback to be anything severe or of concern. Whereas a higher rating in the range of eight to 10 was a rating that signified a lot of concern or upset over that dietary setback. What they found was that the people who rated their setbacks zero to one, meaning they did not regard it with much concern, were much more likely to go on to positive healthy behaviors such as healthy eating and regular exercise. And as a result, were much more likely to continue losing weight as compared to those individuals who perceived their dietary setback in a negative way. Those individuals, in fact, were not able to continue their positive behaviors and were more likely to go on to gain weight. So again, perception of our dietary setbacks mindset around our dietary setbacks is also really important in our ability to adhere to and maintain healthy behaviors. Finally, there's data in regards to mindset and the belief of our positive behaviors. There's a really interesting study that showed this. They took a group of people who worked in a hotel setting in terms of physical labor, cleaning or moving boxes, and divided these individuals into two groups. To one group of employees, they told them that their labor was actually physical activity. They were educated to understand that labor as something that was positive for their body. Whereas the other group was not educated in terms of what their labor or work was doing for them. These individuals were followed over the course of weeks to months 
and physiologic parameters such as blood pressure, visceral fat or belly fat, and weight were measured. They found that the group of people who were instructed that their labor was actually exercise were much more likely to have reductions in blood pressure, they had reductions in visceral fat, as well as reductions in their weight. Whereas those hotel workers who were not educated on the benefits of their activity did not reap those benefits. Again, demonstrating the power of our mindset, not only in the ability to adhere to beneficial or to positive habit change, but in this case, the positive mindset, in fact, changed the way their bodies responded to that very same exercise. So the take-home message is for this week that mindset matters. It's not all about the behaviors that we maintain, the food that we eat, the exercise in which we engage in, but it's also how we perceive ourselves and how we perceive our behaviors. I often recommend mindset work to my patients when we are counseling and working on behavior change and on weight loss. And so this is an area in which I encourage you to also take a look. If you're interested in learning more, I would love for you to check out my book, Hungry for More, Stories and Science to Inspire Weight Loss from the Inside Out. I talk a lot about the science and the physiology behind mindset in this book. Also feel free to check me out on my website, dradrianudeem.com, where you can sign up for my weekly newsletter and also receive more inspiration there. And finally, if you like this episode and feel it was of value, please like, subscribe, and share. We love to increase and to enlarge our community. Wishing you a happy and healthy week. Until next time. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and are inspired to take a small bite towards your own health and wellness. If you love what you heard, please subscribe on iTunes and Spotify or anywhere else you podcast and share us. If you're looking for more inspo, you can find lots of content and sign up for my newsletter at dellnutrition.com. There you can learn more about me and my curated line of supplements and functional protein bars. Thank you for listening and I look forward to seeing you again next week.